When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 3rd, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. We might be going to the Asheville Tourists game tomorrow on Sunday, June 4th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're going to be in Asheville for the PL Meetup, that's at 4 o'clock at the Whale tomorrow. Hey, come to the Tourist game. It's going to be lots of fun. I uh, watched some minor league baseball with me. Jason Collette's going to be there. It's going to be a great time. Uh, so yesterday, we have Reese Olsen making his MLB debut with Eduardo Rodriguez out for the Tigers. He really impressed me. It was five innings, two earned runs, two hits, one walk, six Ks. I watched all of this one. It was really five innings of no-hit ball with one walk and six Ks. And then he allowed two hits to begin at the six, got the like, pull out of the game. Got the hook, and then there's your last two minute runs. I saw about 96 mile per hour fastballs, really 95 to 97, with a lot of uh, horizontal ride on them, with a really nice looking slider, a big slurry action down and away from right handers, really nice changeup to it, a ton of depth. It's a nice repertoire. This works. I don't know how good his command is. He wasn't very efficient in his uh, really five innings. I was getting a little bit higher in the pitch counts quicker. Got some deep counts that he shouldn't have. Had a 3-2 uh, uh, changeup strikeout, for example. Stuff like that. Um, and also, there is this curveball, I should say, that drops in for strikes here and there. But Reese Olsen is interesting. I don't know how good the command is in reality. Also, I, I get a little weird out when I see someone with mechanics that starts slow then speeds up really quickly uh, as it leads into release, which I think makes it harder to replicate uh, pitch by pitch. So I'm a little eh on him with the Phils and Atlanta next. But let's say if we're the Marlins next, I'd be saying, oh yeah, go get Reese Olsen or the Athletics. But with the Phillies and Atlanta in the next two starts, I think we can wait a little bit here. But there is a chance that he can pull off a quality start with a good movement on the sinker inside right-handers and legit whip, six out of 13 on the changeup. Um, and the slider did have a fair number as well. Uh, 40% CSW on 34% sliders thrown is really, really good. Uh, other starters from yesterday, Chris Bassett did well against the Mets. Nothing to really report there. Framber Valdez as well. Cutters were there, which is really cool for 35% CSW. I love that, and I hope it sticks. John Gray with fantastic four-seamer command. Not a high CSW, but it didn't need to be. It just needed to be strikes and uh, foul balls and outs, and he got that with an elite slider. Good stuff. Edward, Edward Cabrera. Had 58% CSW, 26 changeups, uh, 58% CSW on 26 changeups, I should say, and not a single one was a ball in play. Oh, I love that. 60% uh, four-seamer strike rate as well. And there you go. That's over Cabrera dominating the athletics for Gallows pulling 18 whiffs. Uh, you have Bailey Ober, six innings, zero earned runs, four hits, zero walks, and three Ks against the Guardians. This really was a blame on the Guardians. I don't think this was peak Bailey Ober with a changeup insider. The basketball command was fine. But it wasn't as good because the other pitches weren't as good. And there you go. 18% overall CSW as well. Ugh. Mike Clemenger got a King Cole, believe it or not, in his still ill outing against the Tigers. That is five innings, zero earned runs, three hits, one walk, six Ks, 15 whiffs, 44% CSW. Look, I didn't expect his slider to go 46% CSW, nor his 
forcing me to go 44%, especially when I wouldn't call either one an elite pitch. But whatever. Yankees, Dodgers, Texas next. We're staying away from this. Aaron Savali against the Twins. Five innings, zero runs, four hits, two walks in four Ks, eight whiffs, 33% CSW. I liked that I saw 65% cutters plus curves and sliders. Love that. Uh, command wasn't really the best thing I've seen um, from, from Savali, but you know he threw enough in the zone and made it work. He could do decently well against the Red Sox. It's not really something that I want to chase as I don't really think the ceiling is too high. Luis Castillo against the Rangers, seven innings, one run, etc., etc., Ace is going to ace 10 out of 44, four seamers, uh, whiffs, I should say, with a 97 mile per hour velocity that is a tick higher this year. Oh, I love when good pitchers do really well against really good offenses. It just makes you feel so warm and fuzzy. Uh, Justin Verlander, speaking of which, against the Jays, six innings, one earned run, five hits, three walks, but eight Ks, much better command here overall. CSW on the slider is great. It's an 18% swing streak, which is better than what we've seen this year, but it's not like the 25% we've seen in previous seasons. But he pitched much better. I mean, the locations on the slider were down in uh, glove side a ton. Four seamers were above it. Really, really encouraging. Uh, Jameson Tino did well against the Padres. He essentially threw sweepers and curveballs into the zone. Nothing overwhelming. 5.2 innings, one earned run, three hits, zero walks, and three Ks. I'm not really sold yet i want to see maybe a start or two more of this before i'm buying in but yeah i guess the angels that could work only through 75 pitches though so okay let's say it's 83 next time or something like that yeah not really what i want to chase jack flaherty went against the pirates 5.1 innings one run six hits one walk six k's he's looked more like this 93 plus mile per hour fastball guy with a good curveball more as of late than it was in the beginning it was was the Pirates. He gets the Reds on the road. Actually, someone on Twitter was mentioning that the Reds on the road have been, what, top 10 offense still for being a road team, which is very interesting. I still don't really consider the Reds on the road as that threatening, but maybe as an average team, that seems right to me. Um, even though I'm saying top 10 so far, that's about what they are in the future, right? Anyway, Flaherty against them, that should be fine. I think I'm cool with that. Uh, we have a lot of other starts to talk about, of course, today and tomorrow's games as well. And I'll talk about all those after this break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Jordan Lyles, five innings, one earned run, two hits, one walk, eight case for a birthday party against Rocky Road. Look, he was sitting 1.7 ticks harder on the four seam. He essentially went fastball slider and it returned 43% CSW um, with that fastball slider. wasn't so impressive, but I guess that worked. I, I, I don't really trust it. Um, Camille wasn't like, oh my gosh. 
Clayton Kershaw, Tatiaga, return nine strikeouts, two earned runs in seven innings against the Yankees. You love to see that. And Merrill Kelly against Atlanta. You just keep rolling with him. He got the win. Seven innings, two earned runs, five hits, three walks, eight Ks. He's a Vargas role. He didn't even do this with his changeup. It was just four seamer sinkers and cutters. And Fast and I talked about this last week. The Diamondbacks have the third best infield defense. I think Kelly is doing well on the back of that. But he did have 16 whiffs, which is kind of wild against Atlanta. He's such a Vargas rule. And I mean, maybe it's just a Vargas rule for the full year. Maybe he's just a Holly and that's cool. It's insane. Brandon Williamson against the Brewers, 6.2 innings, two earned runs, five hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. I think this is a blame it on the Brewers. Uh, you don't want to start him against the Dodgers. He also gets the Astros in two starts after. So maybe you want the pocket in between the Valley. It's a good matchup, but I don't think so. The Brandon Williamson, Chase Anderson, whatever against the Royals. You do you. Go ahead. The Command North stuff are exceptional. Don't do this. Dean Kramer did well against the Giants. Six innings, two earned runs, five hits, two walks, six Ks. Got the win. It's everything you really wanted. The Brewers are next. That could work. Yeah, I'm cool with that start. Michael Walker didn't really have his best command here against the Cubs. The changeup was good, but the other stuff wasn't. 4.2 innings, two earned runs, three hits, five walks. But he got eight strikeouts. He gets Seattle, uh, the Guardians, and Giants next. Waka could come through there. Uh, Fujinami opened for Hogan Harris, our stream pick of the day, as he went against the Miami Marlins, and Harris did exactly what we wanted him to do. Five innings, two earned runs, five hits, zero walks, five Ks. Now, he didn't get a win because Edward Cabrera was amazing, and Fujinami also allowed two earned runs. And the command actually wasn't that great for Hogan Harris, but now he also gets uh, a lovely schedule there there um, with the uh, Pirates next. You love to see that. I would consider Hogan Harris another time with them. You think he's just, he's a Toby, really. Um, you have Charlie Morton against the Diamondbacks. Seven innings, three earned runs, six hits, two walks, nine Ks. He has a good schedule moving forward, but the Mets are first. I think we just keep going. It's it's a cherry bomb on the sweeter side, if that makes sense for Charlie Morton. That's just what it is. The whip, it will always be a little weird, I think. I don't know. He'll have these moments. These ratios will be like a 3-6. Or sorry, he'll be like a 3-8-5 ERA with a 1-15 whip. But the strikeouts will make it worth it. I think also the wins will too. Logan Webb against the Orioles. Seven innings, three earned runs, four hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. The slider was only thrown 10 times. But it was productive. 20% CS, uh, swing strike rate. 40% CSW. While the changeup was just so good. You can't really be upset. The changeup was just amazing against Baltimore. So yeah, things are good there with Logan Webb. He is a holly to me. Uh, Corbin Burns against the the Reds. Six innings, 300 runs, a poor quality start. You don't really want that. But a one whip with two hits, four walks, and seven Ks. This is a productive outing. He didn't get the win, sadly, against the Reds. Uh, as Williamson did well here. But it, it, it's interesting. Corbin Burns really hasn't harnessed his secondaries, everything but the cutter, very well. Uh, this season, and it wasn't that great in this one too. Uh, Josiah Gray against the Phillies, four five point one innings, four and runs. You just shouldn't be starting Josiah Gray. Shohei Otani had a disappointing ERA night. It was a one night bland in my view. I know he's had some ERA issues before, but I feel like this was against the Astros. You you brush it off. Three over thirty eight slider whiffs though sweepers is a little annoying, but yeah, we just keep moving on. Ronson Contreras against the Cardinals. Don't care. Five earned runs in four innings. You shouldn't be starting Ron's Contreras. The slider got nine whiffs, which is nice, but the fastball is not very good and everything else is not very good. Don't do this. Uh, Luis Severino, it was a scary start to me. 
against the Dodgers. Sometimes I'm just brush them off. Sometimes I think there's something legit that's a problem. This felt like a problem because it was four innings, seven earned runs, seven hits, one walk, two Ks for Severino. And he sat 1.5 ticks down. The command wasn't good. And he lost four inches of horizontal movement on the slider. Nothing on the on the vertical break changed. So sometimes we see less horizontal movement in exchange for a vertical break. No, we just saw less movement. This isn't good. Uh, everything was off and everything was worse. And you have to always have that question with Severino about injuries. So I hope it's not. I hope it was just one bad day. You know, he was jet lagged or whatever it was. I, I hope so. Zach Wheeler, 3.2 innings, 7 earned runs, 8 hits, 1 walk, and 3 Ks against the Nationals. And this feels more like a, you have to shrug it off. I know that Wheeler has gone through turmoil a decent amount this year. I really do. It stinks. Forrest Zimmer command was bad. He just threw it like down the middle. Uh, this 25% CSW on the slider isn't good either. It's so frustrating after those 8 innings and 12 strikeouts against Atlanta last time out. But you just got to treat it like a one-night bland. He has a good schedule. I know it was the Nationals, but you still got to think, hey... Margin for error error is larger um, against weaker teams. He did really badly here, but he should be better moving forward. So I guess we just got to hold on to Zach Wheeler and buy low if we can. Looking forward to today and tomorrow's games. Uh, today in the auto start tier, Spencer Strider, Garrett Cole, Christian Javier, Sonny Gray, and now Tyler Glasnow because he had the rain out of the doubleheader yesterday. So we got the doubleheader today for the Rays and the Red Sox. So Glasnow goes against the Red Sox. I'm in you, Darvish. Uh, probable start tier, Yuri Perez. Logan Allen, Dylan Cease, Drew Smiley, Alex Cobb. Nothing really to add here. The, the Giants are weird. It's like, is it Alex Cobb or Anthony Descafani? I don't know. I have them both ranked today and tomorrow. So whichever it is, just a, a, adhere to that if you're looking for that answer. I hope Alex Cobb has the thing. He should have the thing. That is a splitter. Questionable start here. Jordan Montgomery against the Pirates. I just feel like Jordan Montgomery hasn't been locked in. Andrew Heaney against Seattle. Uh, Luis Medina is our stream pick of the day against the Marlins. It could also be Michael Lorenzen against the White Sox. Take your pick. And as I talked about yesterday, Heaney and Mackenzie Gore, both these strikeout upside guys. Mackenzie Gore just had 11 of them. And it's against the Phillies who have been weak. But I honestly feel like it's a big risk because you have the Phillies that can be a very powerful offense. And then you also have Mackenzie Gore who has been very volatile in his start-by-start performance and his command. Jose Brewers has been much better with a sinker and curve, favored over the four-seamer. Luis Ortiz could make it work against the Cardinals, but I don't love that. Same with Garrett Whitlock. Against the Rays, it was pushed back from yesterday to today. He was a questionable start yesterday, is today as well. Uh, obviously, because I don't know what he's going to do with his repertory quite yet. It's a second start back from the IL, and the Rays can be a very, very dangerous team. Graham Ashcraft was moved down underneath uh, Luis Ortiz because I just don't trust the cutter in the slider as I thought more about it. Um, as it goes against the Brewers and Kyle Bradish, maybe this works against the Giants. Could work. Uh, Brian Wu is making his MLB debut for the Mariners today because uh, Marco Gonzalez has forearm tightness. And Wu has an interesting uh, fastball. I read from Lance Brzezowski. It profiles out like Freddie Peralta and Joe Ryans, which is very good to have comps to. Um, and the other secondary stuff I'm not too sure about. So I'm curious about this. Spec Adam all you want. He gets Texas, so you don't want to start him, and it's an MLB debut. I don't do that, but I'm very, very curious to what we get. I'll obviously be watching all of this, and I'll report back tomorrow morning. Daniel Lynch uh, against Rocky Road, that could work, uh, but we'll see. New slider, yeah, I just don't want to do it. Uh, 
Patrick Sandoval's a Toby gets the Astros absolutely not. Colin Ray maybe makes it work against the Reds. Dylan Covey against the Nationals. Don't get tempted by that. I did move Josh Fleming up to where Johnny Trinos was against the Red Sox. Corey Kluber against the Rays. Ryan Nelson against Atlanta. Austin Gomber against the Royals. Tyler McGill against the Jays. And Michael Grove against the Yankees. Just don't do any of these tomorrow's games are, this is very interesting, especially for Sunday when you're trying to chase some interesting starts, uh, to win your week, Joe Ryan, Alcantara, uh, Zach Gallon, Zach Gallon, and Anthony Evaldi are all very clear auto starts. I mean, Alcantara gets the athletics guys. Um, a probable start tier. You have Tyler Wells at San Francisco. Love that one, especially with his run. Uh, Marcus Stroman against the Padres. I think it's a tougher start than Wells. So that's why he's underneath. It's by his recent success, and speaking of good defenses, the Cubs defense are number two in infield defense, helping out Stroman with his 60% plus ground ball rate. Bobby Miller, Taj Bradley, and Bryce Miller were really hard for me to rank, especially also with Michaels, Miles Michaelis in there as well. I don't think that Michaelis is as good as Wells and Stroman, so I pushed him inside of these interesting young arms. So Michaelis has done well the last two starts and gets a pirate, so yeah, you should just be starting him. Um, Bobby Miller against the Yankees. I really love what he's done. And he's not fastball focused, which would be harder for the Yankees who have been crushing those fastball guys. Taj Bradley could get eight strikeouts against Boston. And you just go, yeah, all right, fine. I'm starting Taj Bradley. Well, Bryce Miller just got roughed up by the Yankees. And now it's Texas. So not a fun time for Bryce Miller, but you're still going to start him. JP France against the Angels. I feel like he's a guy that can go five, six innings and get you a win for the, um, for the Astros, for, for your teams. And I think he's better than the little blow-ups that we've seen from him here and there. While Michael Kobeck gets the Tigers, and honestly, with the way he's been earning strikeouts, even if I don't love his command, I'm still going to put him in the probable start tier at the bottom against the Tigers. And the questionable start tier, Ranger Suarez goes against the Nationals. That's actually a pretty solid one. He's my stream pick of the day because the command was really good last time and the Nationals are not. But then again, they did just rough up. Um... Zach Wheeler yesterday. Uh, Anthony Escafani goes against the Orioles at the top of this one. I hope his fastball command is better. Uh, I might want to push him down a little bit, but I think this is fine. Tristan McKenzie is a still ill against the Twins, but that could work out. You just saw how Aaron Savali did. I mean, still ills are just safe plays, but you can still take a chance if you want to here. I'm very curious to see what he looks like uh, as he makes his season debut. Paul Blackburn could be very good against the Marlins because he threw cutters, sorry, curveballs and sliders for strikes last time. If he's doing that against the Marlins, that could be five, six innings of production for a win. Um, Then again, it's against Alcantara, so who knows? Uh, Michael Soroka against the Diamondbacks should be relatively safe. I hope his slider is better. Uh, Ben Lively could be a really good one against the the Brewers with the way that his slider has been working. That might be a very sneaky one and honestly could be at the top of this tier if I wanted to. So there, with between Ranger Suarez, Paul Blackburn, Ben Lively, there are some really, really fascinating uh, streaming options. And all three of them, honestly, if it's a Sunday, I'm looking for something. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine starting all three. Uh, I was even tempted to put them all in the, the probable start tier because of that. So keep that in mind. Uh, Brady Singer, though, and Kode Senga and Domingo Herman are definitively underneath all of those options I just mentioned. As Brady Singer, even though it's Rocky Road, he's just so volatile this year. Same with Kodai Senga, who gets the Jays, but he did just have his forkball, but it, yeah, we'll see. And Domingo Herman gets the Dodgers. That just feels like one that you want to avoid, but there is a chance that he does have a good amount of whiffs and get, comes through for you. And the do not start here. I do not want to go after Matthew Boyd, despite the new slider and the White Sox. It's just too risky. We haven't really seen him put it all together yet. Griffin Kenning is a fascinating one, but it is the Astros, and I just want to avoid. Same with Tanner Houck against the Rays. Kyle Freeland, Adrian Hauser, Yusei Kikuchi, Ryan Weathers, Rich Hill, and Trevor Williams all are at the end here, and I don't want anything to do with them. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so 
so much for the support. And of course, I will hope to see many of you at Asheville, um, at the Whale in Asheville at 4 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, June 4th on Sunday. Uh, it's going to be a fun little PL meetup. And if you can, make it to the tourist game beforehand. Uh, I'll be there with Jason Collette. I'm looking forward to seeing many of you be there. All right, that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babas below and your strikeouts high.